Hey, everybody. This is Lydia. And this is Brandy. And this is Not Suitable for Work Moms, the podcast. How is your week as a podcaster? Well, now that I'm officially a podcaster, I'm going to start speaking into the microphone this week. Mm, Apparently last week, I sat a little too far back. Well, I think it was also that and like recording for the first time, making sure I click all the things I'm supposed to click. Supposedly we're supposed to sound real sultry together. Yeah, I'll go with that. Let's blame you. Okay. (laughs) Sure, why not? (laughs) So, yeah, um, I listened to it. Made my husband listen to it, and I don't think it sounds horrendous, so that's a that's an A+. Plus. And basically, the biggest critic I know, Harry Potter, gave us a solid B. Oh, my God. I love So, Harry Potter is a best, longtime bestie of ours. I guess yes. he's more your... I met him through you, so I guess he's your bestie, but yes, adopted he is, bestie. He is probably me. my best dude friend. Um, I don't talk to very many dudes other than my husband. Yeah, except for Harry Potter. Yeah, and my husband to my critic- wedding, the invite was to Harry Potter. I don't even remember what his real name is. Like, <laughs> if I think about it, I can remember, but I just Harry Potter. That's what his name is. And my husband is sometimes critical of people, and isn't like the he's not like a making friends people. He even lo- loves Harry Potter, so I feel like he's just an all around fun guy to be around. So if we got to be from him, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think I think that in, for normal people, that's like an A. <laughs> He's a big critic. I did listen to it, too. I actually, I thought we sounded pretty good, though. The mics, good. You chose the mics, so. Well, you know, Amazon. <laughs> Just Amazon some mics for podcasts. Mm-hmm. But I am taking some pointers this week. Notice the silence behind me. I no longer have a little baby Ryan crying. So, because I'm hiding up in his bedroom that he never uses. Oh, (laughs) I was like, has he already started his preschool activities? No, he starts it next week. Oh, little baby. (sighs) So, how was your week? It was pretty good. I cannot, um, cannot complain too much. Actually, I've been just a ball of excitement and stress excited that the podcast was going to release so that's been it <laughs> all right well should we dive into this i think we got topic? a pretty decent topic this week if i mean i think coming from the person that helps develop topics <laughs> yeah so um covid the good the bad and the ugly so um just just to preface the whole episode is this episode is in no way political we are not saying anything about COVID other than just our own experiences with it. I'm on the whole thing, your body, your choice when it comes to the vaccine, this pandemic, panorama, panty, panic at the disco. This has been sucky for everyone. So don't get your panties in a wad and come at us about anything. Like we're just talking about personal experiences with it and nothing else. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What she I'm said. Let you do the, I'm gonna let you do the lecturing, and I'm just. I gonna, did. I felt I'm like just I was chill. the bad guy in the last episode, but whatever, whatever. 
All right, we're going to so. keep this. We're going to keep this up. I'm going to come off looking real nice and loving and caring. I'm going to let you lecture. I'm going to be the negative Nancy. Mm-hmm. Negative Nancy. Works All for right. me for once. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, tell me about your experience with the pandemic. Let's start with the good. Oh, God. Um. So the good part of the pandemic for me was I... We had just done our embryo transfer, and so I was pregnant, and I was newly pregnant, so I didn't want to really be around very many people to begin with. I'm not the most outgoing social person unless I'm around people I really like, so it was beneficial to me to get to use the pandemic and quarantining as an excuse to not have to go anywhere and do anything. I got to stay in my house, hang out with my little girl, hang out with my husband, and, you know, just be. Um, Another good part is Evelyn got to stay at home with me. And before the pandemic, she was using a walker to walk and um, being at home with me and being able to, you know, be outside in the yard and really just destroy the house with her walker hitting all of the um, door frames. She's now, she walks now independently with no assistance. So that to me is probably the biggest good takeaway from her having to spend all of this time with her mommy. (laughs) Um, We, as a family still supported our local restaurants, we would order in lunch. So we would, order lunch from the local diner or there's a a tavern on the square where we live where um we made sure to still do our part and not just be shut-ins right but probably the best part for me was being with little levy and big daddy who is my husband for just one on well i guess three on three (laughs) individual time yeah. Uh, before we brought in little brother. Yeah. So That's what awesome. is the best part of the pandemic for you? Um, Things, I don't know, things didn't really change terribly for us. We're kind of homebodies anyways, other than visiting like family or friends. Um, We don't go a whole lot of places other than like parks and stuff. So that, that part was a little bit rough. But um, my mother-in-law is an amazing human. Um, So my mom watched the kids prior to um she had a heart attack she is fine thank the lord but before that she had a um she was watching the kids and so my mother-in-law was out of work um because of the pandemic and so she volunteered to take the kids like overnight a full day and like basically a full two days um during each week so my mom would get a little bit of a break my husband and I would get a date night so that was awesome because I feel like we all kind of like got to spend that quality time together as a family my husband and I got to spend that quality time because neither one of us really got to stop like he was having to go into the office I was still working from home um, because we were were considered essential workers so um, it was nice to have that and um, there was more cleaning so the kids weren't coming home sick all the time because we have little ones Um, 
you know, and I feel like I kind of got into a very efficient groove. I'm very much a procrastinator, always running late. So not having to do anything, (laughs) but roll out of the bed and start working after I got the kids off to be downstairs with my mom or whatever, like that was pretty great for me. I've gotten more things done around the house. Um, and when my mom did have her heart attack, I got to spend time with her. Like I would go like sit with her I mean she's on a lot of pain medication the first couple weeks so um but I just got to go sit and be with her and I'd take meetings from her house and all of that while my kids were in school so um it just it worked out so it was uh definitely a blessing even though it was also not (laughs) (laughs) yeah there is it's it's almost like a blessing in disguise because the minute you're told you're not allowed to leave the house you're like I gotta get out of here yeah. What are you doing? Exactly. Um, we happen to, you know, have a decent outdoor area around our house. We also have a, uh, this is going to sound real bougie. We also have a second home uh, <laughs> that happens to be on a lake. So we were able to quarantine there. So maybe that's why I didn't hate it so much. But I understand, like, like could you imagine if this happened when we were in college? That would have been terrible. Would it, though? Because, like, we were, remember that time we were trapped in your apartment because it snowed on Valentine's Day? And we that was, like, two days. binge-watched uh, Vampire Diaries? No, or True Blood. Tr- no, True Blood. And, um... Ate cookie dough, ordered, raw. Yeah, we ate raw cookie dough <laughs> because, the pa- like, the power was in and out, so we would, like, have to stop watching. Uh, and this is no, why I'm... I'm on a diet now. <laughs> <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed being locked in in college, but also I would not have enjoyed having to do virtual college classes. So props to all you guys out there who had to do college classes while trapped indoors. Well, that and um, just the social aspect. Like, one of the best parts of going to college is getting out and meeting new people that's true i mean i wouldn't have met you had we not done the sorority so we were in all kinds of different classes and stuff so yeah that that actually would have been horrible so so to me the the worst part of the pandemic was that um well no i have multiple worst parts i can always find the bad in almost everything Uh, (laughs) you are the pessimist and the optimist number one worst part was i am not a teacher i'm terrible Mm -hmm. at it i'm one of those people that's like i don't understand why you don't get it it's just how you do it Mm -hmm. you know how hard it is to teach a special needs child who can't talk who is supposed to be getting PTOT and speech in school and then the teachers were not prepared to be in quarantine right. and to not be in the classroom. So weekly I would get a list of items that I needed to be able to teach Evelyn for the week. And this list would be so random. It would be like, <laughs> you need 47 blue M&Ms, 17 goldfish, and 14 flowers that you picked in your yard. What? <laughs> and it would be Did like Sunday night or Monday morning. And so it got to the point where I would just email the teachers and be like, we're not, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And like, cause one of the, and I, so Evelyn's, you know, she's still in Mm pre-K and so a lot of their learning is play-based and I'm all for it, but I'm all for it not being with me and with 
like professionals and with kids her own age because that's where she's gonna learn i play with her all the time right but she's not gonna learn just being with mommy because with Mm -hmm. mommy she wants to mess with mom's phone she wants to you know she loves doing flashcards with but it's the same stuff right so when the teachers told me okay so make a tub of mud and let her play in it no (laughs) no 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 they don't do that at school well and that's what i was telling my husband i was like do you think the teachers are allowing her to do this at school because she doesn't go home muddy ever oh yes she does oh did she she? finds she finds the dirt oh my gosh her and abigail would go to town abigail would come home with dirt in her hair all over her clothes and i'm like there is no dirt on your playground how did you find the dirt where's the spot (laughs) that you keep finding all of the dirt i've been to your playground they put it in their pockets (laughs) oh Oh, yeah my oldest gabriel he comes home with rocks and sticks in his pockets all the time i have to check his pockets before i do laundry (laughs) or they get like old timey washed with the rocks (laughs) oh nice nice so that was my number one thing my number two thing was you know we did the embryo transfer before the pandemic mm-hmm. and i say before the pandemic loosely because we knew something was brewing but we didn't know what we didn't know how serious right so i'm pregnant and this was before we before we did this round of ivf we decided that this was it mm-hmm. like if we didn't get any good embryos if it didn't catch it was just we were just going to be happy with evelyn right so it worked and I was on Pinterest looking up all these cute sibling meetings in the hospital, looking up all like buying, matching mommy's uh, son. We knew he was a boy uh, before the transfer. So matching mommy son things, matching daddy son, like all these cute things. And none of it happened because <sighs> they wouldn't allow anybody in the hospital. <laughs> So I was super happy to have my, my rainbow baby, my little snowflake baby, but I really missed out on the sibling meeting and the cute little photos and the, my mom being able to come and be with us and, you know, granddad being able to come in with us. And I just, I basically just brought a baby home and in the driveway, we were like, here, Evelyn, here you go. Yeah. So that that was that was hard for me to swallow, and I'm still I'm I'm having a hard time still swallowing it. And he's almost a year old. Yeah. I am I'm upset that I didn't get that, and I know that sounds real shitty because there are some people that, you know, they they had IVF cycles canceled because of right. it. Right. Right. You know, and they, you know, couldn't have their partner in the room with them. And I, I, you know, I got Ryan in the room with me and I got, you know, my cycle was not canceled. But when you, when you just get all this stuff in your head about how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And then it's like, nope, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that to me really sucked. Uh, I mean, you're allowed to have feel like, it's not like you're the worst person in the world to have those feelings. Like you still deserve to have those feelings because you you missed out on something that you had built up in your head about you know your best baby right so. right um that's that that that's to me the the hardest pill to swallow um that i 
the biggest thing that I feel like I missed out because of COVID. So yeah. on to number three. And you can stop me at any time because I got some complaints. <laughs> no, please, please go for it. Unless you want to just go back and forth because I also have a larger list of complaints than I think I did good things. <laughs> <laughs> so basically this whole thing has just sucked. Uh. <laughs> yes, but like part of this is I feel like people hearing other people complain about the pandemic and being like, yes. Thank you. Somebody else is having the same issues and not feeling because I think the biggest part of the pandemic for so many people is that feeling lonely and loneliness, even if you do have a family. Right. Because there right. were times where I was like, I haven't been able to see my friends in so long. And I'm very much a like I have a stepsister and a half sister and I, they were more like playmates. Right. Because I saw them mm -hmm. every other weekend. So um, I I didn't have that sibling Ness all the time so it was like my friends were people I saw more often and so I've just built this relationship with my friends and I didn't get to see you guys for how long did we go without seeing each other nine months uh, we went a lot well we, in November we did, your baby we, shower. we did my baby shower it was very it was like maybe eight people I think yeah and we did the and whole then, hand sanitizer um, no mm -hmm. hugs yeah. we were all very prepared and then uh we went to Savannah yes uh, eight weeks after little Ryan was born. Uh, and then after that, we remember when we did a uh, Zoom advent? Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in our friend group except me is Catholic, so. <laughs> <laughs> I join in on the Catholic fun. The conversion is not going well. <laughs> <laughs> I do go to church, but I go to a non-denominational church. It's not that I don't love the Jesus. I just <laughs> not Catholic, so good. <laughs> it is fun to participate with you guys when you include yes. me, <laughs> and you do. You do participate with us when we decide that you will be joining us on our Advent Zoom. <laughs> so <laughs> can't be anybody's god mom, but I'm there for the party. <laughs> True. It's okay. We're running out of, if we have any more children in this group, we're running out of people that are in good standing. So. Lydia gets to be godmom because everyone is out of a godmother. So <laughs> we have no more Catholics in good standings that we know of. Uh, so Lydia's but we digress. Yeah. <laughs> so um, after, you know, having little Ryan really being uh, controlled with our lockdown school started uh late last year and i had to send evelyn like there yeah. was absolutely no way i was going to homeschool this kid because yeah. she's she was missing out too much on therapies i'm not a therapist yeah <laughs> surprise um i'm really good at math i'm not really good at anything else so we sent her to school and last year our county said mask they were gonna sanitize everything. Her class is already pretty uh, controlled. I think there's mm -hmm. only like ten or twelve kids in it. Yeah. Um. So we did it all yeah. school year. She um wasn't quarantined one time. The class. I mean, they they did it, and Very so I'm nice. super proud because she she's in a real elementary school. She's not in a separate school, but the school system just they they hit it out of the ballpark. Yeah, um, I, I have to say ours was not as much um, 
it's uh you don't see a lot of people wearing masks out here um not saying that that helped or didn't help um but we had a lot of reds where they like basically would shut down school for a week or something like that and unless it was mandatory so at the end of the year when the pandemic started my kids were all in just like we had the older two in mother's morning out because neither one of them were really old enough for preschool yet we just wanted to socialize them and give my mom a little bit of a break and so after she had her heart attack they went to school full-time and then when this and luckily the school year had already started up and my son had started preschool and so in our county it was nice because um he is in the preschool was in the daycare so it was nice because they didn't have to shut down um we all did get the COVID apparently though um we may have had it back before COVID was a thing and they were testing for it because we were all sick like January 2020. Um, and this was January 2021 and they made us get my youngest tested because his teacher had been exposed. And that was the one thing is like the preschool was on top of things. They were cleaning. If there was anybody even exposed like secondary exposure, they were like everyone in the class has to get tested. The teacher has to get tested. They keep you out for a certain amount of days, all of that. So it was nice because they didn't really have a spread happen in the school, but my youngest got tested and he was the only person that tested positive in the whole class. And none of us were sick. But we we have a theory working. Remember, we've talked about this. He's your only kid that was premature also. Not really premature, but he, uh, you were induced he was, early with him. Yeah, I was induced early with him. I had coleostasis. So, yeah, I was do- induced at 37 weeks. But he didn't have symptoms either. That's so weird. I know. Well, we he's also all... a kid. And apparently yeah. that's not a thing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I do remember having, like, a couple headaches that were like, dang, I don't get headaches. And I remember having headaches that week and stuff. But thankfully, and my husband stayed quarantined from us because he couldn't, like, he had stuff going on with work. So, like, he lived upstairs for 10 days how convenient Um, yes I'm sure he hated that so much he watched so many Netflix shows without me Uh, (laughs) so he stayed quarantined away from us so he could still go to work and everything um but yeah so I was home for 10 days with the kids by myself so that sucked and then they all went back to school and then yet again they had someone else exposed so we had to be home for a whole nother week I was like, Come I remember on. you during that time. You were like, I'm going to, I'm just going to blow I, this house up. I was going to lose it because like yeah. my mom was not able to help yet. She was still recovering from open heart surgery. So it wasn't that she didn't want to help. She couldn't. She wasn't at a place where she could, like where the kids could jump on her. They could, you know, hurt her stitches and her, you know, like her whole chest <laughs> had been cracked open. So um, it was. It was a rough time because I, that time I felt, I've definitely felt isolated that September, February time frame of 2021. It was rough to say the least. So Yeah. Uh, they, I would say it's, it's kind of like a roller coaster, you know, mm-hmm. there are good parts. There are bad parts. I, uh, we got real excited this summer when, um, <laughs> a good part is, um, Delta put their, uh, sky miles to where you could almost go anywhere for nothing yeah so the four of us went to alaska that's nice 
and uh, we went with uh, two of our other friends, uh, Cece and Uncle Timmy. And um, so that that was cool. That was a thing that without the pandemic and without people not traveling for so long, Delta never would have said, hey, I'm basically going to give you this trip to Alaska because you use your credit card so much. <laughs> swipe, uh, swipe. Yeah, that's... I joke with my husband that it's just magic money. It just <laughs> it just works. He does, you know. Hey, I'm not gonna complain because you flew me to Savannah twice. So true. Yeah. Um, the sky miles are the way to go around mm -hmm. here. Um, we put, and I'm not a financial planner, so do not take this advice. But the way I get so many miles is we put everything on that card and then pay it off every month. Yeah. Like we don't use any other card. It's that card. And um, I don't even think my husband has another card. I think he just has that one. So that's that's why we get so many miles. I also always offer to put girls' trips on my card and then Venmo you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, when Brandy joked that she is the, what did you call yourself last episode? Cruise the, director. Cr the cruise director. When I say she is the cruise director, for real, y'all, she plans our itinerary out, giving us plenty of time between activities planning our activities, paying for what she can ahead of time, and then pays for all of our meals and everything, all of our drinks, and then invoices us afterwards. Mm -hmm. And somehow remembers who didn't get a drink where, uh -huh. who only got an appetizer, so like knows how to, she only gets a third, you know, like a smaller portion of the bill. It's great. It's great. I, Get you so a So the cruise secret director. is <laughs> you got to write it in your notes on your phone. Ah. That's so, nice. like, I'll just put, like, what restaurant we're at. And, like, well, last time Lauren was pregnant. And so it was real easy to determine who didn't you know, drink. She didn't drink. <laughs> you know. Right. Because more than likely, if you're not knocked up in this group, you're going to have some type of alcohol when we're together. This is. So, back to Alaska, my, my big bone to pick was the mask on the airplanes now i understand and i i'm all for some cleanliness i don't like other people's germs especially with traveling with my um little metabolic buddy but i oh man that's a long flight for a mask so long mm -hmm. that was probably the worst part of the trip was the mask because i mean going there we had we we had a layover and so we were in a mask probably 11 hours. And now I, I get it. Doctors do it longer. Healthcare professionals, you know, good. I'm, I'm on board with all that. But for somebody who doesn't ever wear a mask because I've been in my house for, you know, since 2020. Right. Right. <laughs> since 2000. It was really hard. Yeah, since 2000. <laughs> so I think um, that's, that's my major complaints. I mean, are there any left in the world? <laughs> yeah I think I think one of the other things is like back to the whole mask thing I get everybody was doing it and all the cleaning was happening to prevent the spread of COVID so much appreciated but also um, I think it's been rough on my kids as far as the germ thing because I feel like all the colds hit us this summer right nobody's wearing masks anymore they're not 
as stringent on the cleaning. And so we have had a cold every other week. And before COVID time, like we had gotten to the point where somebody would have a sniffly nose. Then the next day, somebody would have a sniffly nose. We'd all have a cough for a couple of days and we'd be good. But this is like somebody gets a cold. It lasts for a whole week and then it's just staggered. Everybody gets a cold. So our friend Lauren had her baby and I still have yet to see him. And how old is he? Oh, yeah. He was born in May. And I've yeah. only seen him twice, though. And she yeah. lives two minutes away from me. And she comes over once a week. And I've yeah. still only seen him twice. But it's because, you know, she doesn't want to take him out anywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's totally understandable. But, like, he was born in May. And I've still yet yeah. to see him because we've literally had a cold back to back to back. Oh, yeah. Well, I like, I mean, I've been saying this since you had two kids. Your family's like a peach tree dish. Like, yeah. one yeah. gets it, all y'all get it. And then you give it back to the original one. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's kind of how it works. Kind of how it works. Sometimes I get to skip stomach bugs, which is awesome because I look at my husband and I'm like, ha <laughs> And it's but, so weird that he gets stomach bugs from the kids since he quarantines away the minute they cough. Uh, he is not. So my husband does a lot with the kids and all of that. But if they are throwing up, he is not helping unless it's like urgent because he, he can't handle that. He can't handle that or blood, which is weird to me because I'm like, that's just something that is shocking. Like, I didn't realize that until we started having kids and then, like, somebody gets a cut and he's like, "Mm -mm, you do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Evelyn's thrown up on my face before, so it's just just part of my life. Yeah, I mean, I I catch throw up often. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're a mom, it's just part of the gig, right? You start hearing that and you automatically just cut Mm -hmm. your hands so they don't get it everywhere. Yeah, that and there's there's always a part in the motherhood journey that if you have hair that is lower than your shoulders, you will have throw up in it. And instead of taking a shower, just throw it up in a bun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've there's been so many nights time. where I'm like, you know, fuck it. I get to put it in a bun. Wipe. I get the baby wife <laughs> and just go to town while it's up in the ponytail to try to get it. But yeah, when it's stomach bug time, it's like. When you have three children and you're just waiting on the next one to puke because they're all sick at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got to be the hard part of having your children. Well, you have so many. You got you got like the Duggars over there. Um, <laughs> Only three. <laughs> <laughs> but they're also very close together. Yeah, so it's like inevitable. Yeah, they're that, 17 months apart. Right. Each. So they're, we had three under three by a month. Mm. so yeah it's definitely fun times when it comes to the colds and the stomach bugs but I feel like another bad thing about working from home during the pandemic like there was there's a lot of great things I have to say like thank you work thank you to all the work people like everybody that got to do the work from home thing and like prove ourselves worthy right um but I feel like there's some days where I can't turn it off if something's going on at work and I can't like, I, it's something that I'm involved in that I know people need me to do something. I can't turn it off on those days. I feel like I'm checking my computer even after my kids are home. And that that kind of sucks. Um, when used to, if I was, like, out of the office, my computer wasn't being turned on. So, that's one thing. Um, and I think the other thing is because I'm trapped in the house, if... Um, the house is a disaster, which is kind of often. Um, my head is chaotic, too. It's like I, I struggle between do I do my work? Do I 
clean the house. I'm working on getting a certification, so I really should be putting any extra time to that. But it's like, it's just this constant battle of like, what do I need to do before I go grab my kids from school in the in-between few minutes I have? Yeah, I'll agree with you. There's a lot more disorganization. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because having more time at home did not get my ass in gear. Like, I know. The first, the first month did. I think okay. that was the only time I got. I cleaned out all the closets in the house. Oh. Um, but other than that, yeah, no. There's <laughs> it's gotten more chaotic. But yeah. I, I've I'm blessed that my kids are back in like I have to have my kids in daycare because I can't working from home with them at home, I just don't have time to complete enough tasks. Like if they're home all the time, I just couldn't do it. Um, so they're in school they're in daycare and school and so the house doesn't get as messy in between but if it gets messy while they're home it takes so much longer to get it cleaned up yeah and our children are still a little young where we can you can give them specific tasks like hey put those blocks where the blocks belong Mm -hmm. but if you like my husband used to say this with his other children um you can't you can't tell a child when they're younger, hey, go clean your room. Because that to them is this ginormous task and they don't know where to start and it's overwhelming. So, like, especially at the age that our kids are, it's like one or two things they can help with. Like, Evelyn will help put things in the sink. That's awesome. But she won't put it in the dishwasher. Right. It's the sink. Because yeah. it's that's one task that she knows, oh, okay, I just pick it up and put it over there. That's good. But if I was like, hey, go rinse it in the sink and then put it in the dishwasher no that's that's a lot of steps for a four-year-old yeah you know yeah. at least in my opinion and she's also you know special needs so that, i mean really maybe sp- with baby ryan i'll be like go mow the lawn at four i don't know no no because <laughs> like honestly i feel like there's this streak of laziness that they get because if you do things for them and they see that they're like well you just do it like there's been times where gabriel will literally take his socks off and throw them on the floor where he stands and then walk away and i'm like hey 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 just at least put them on the stairs so that we can grab them to go put them in the hamper upstairs on our way up next time. Can you at least do that? And he's like, you do it for me. And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> you do it. And there is just things like that. Or he'll just like lay a wrapper down or lay his juice down when he's done with it where he's at. And I'm like, go put it in the garbage. I don't want to. My my legs are tired. I'm like if your legs yeah. are tired, we have problems. Like Imagine how tired your legs are then. I know, right? I'm like, being tired is not an excuse. Like, we've got to pick up after ourselves. So I, that's one part that we're struggling on. Sometimes he's excited to help. I sent you that picture over the weekend. He uh-huh. was helping me vacuum the couch. But it was a fun, exciting new thing for him to do. So, Well, and you can tell you have a new couch because you're actually vacuuming it. Yes, it's already broken, <laughs> though. Well. Um, uh, I did get the warranty on it. I just have to make time to call them. And will I? Eventually. No eventually i am the world's worst procrastinator and so it it will get done just you know eventually (laughs) Hmm. i mean yeah just put it on the to-do list along with everything else i already have a to-do list today on top of working Hmm. um and everything else that i have to find uh some time in the day to do three very important things that cannot wait until tomorrow (laughs) nice 
Nice. So <laughs> just add it to the list of things. Well, hey, I'm going to least... start documenting every single thing I do. That's going to actually, nope, that's just going to add to the list. Because I'm just going to like <laughs> post it on a wall and just see if anybody around here cares. Because my kids, like their food is made for them. Their yeah. school things are packed. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband has everything done for him. Who is, is there fairies around here doing it? That's... No, it's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so... are definitely the, you take care of everyone. Everyone. Yeah, but I do it. I so I was told um one of my coworkers told me oh shit, Ryan and I've been together eleven years, so probably ten years ago. I needed to stop doing everything because eventually it just gets to the point where it's expected. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen and I do everything <laughs> and now it's just expected. And now it's like it like people don't even notice I'm doing it yeah but there's a part of it that's my fault it's on me I do it I don't expect anybody else to do it I do it I I did like how you offered if anyone else wanted to plan the last girls trip oh crickets crickets yeah we were like but you you do such a good and uh, like we were all like no please don't do that to us because this will be a shit show like don't do that well, and then, you know, I'm also the person that's going to sit in the corner and be like, I didn't plan this. I didn't plan this. Exactly. Bad idea. I didn't plan this. I wouldn't do it this way. That's the me. only thing that I think was a success that I've ever planned as far as girls weekends or anything was your bachelorette party. And I yeah. stressed myself to the max on planning that. That was a good time, though. That was a real good time. And we, um, I was the first one to get married out of all of our friends. And we were, we were, we were pretty budget. broke. Yeah, yeah, we were still balling on a budget. Hard. Yeah. Because I was still in college. Uh, yeah. Uh, so was uh, Lo and Chelsea. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but we, we did it out. I mean, we mm-hmm. had eight girls in uh, two hotel rooms. Yeah. But we still, we still did it out. It was fun. It was definitely a good time. Yeah, and now our bachelorette parties are like just, well, we don't have any more to go to. No, but, and oh, I missed, missed the last the, one because I was Chelsea's literally. In Miami. Oh shit! I was literally giving birth while you guys were sending me pictures. <laughs> mhm. We went. Oh man, we it went to like that male strip time. club. Oh, <laughs> the dude had fire. He did a dance with fire. It was crazy. <laughs> yep, and I so, was uh, yeah. pushing out a child. But- <laughs> Once again, we digress. This is a disaster. Just go ahead and g- name this episode random. Um <laughs> random effects. Um random well, and also some covid. <laughs> so well, my last little bit though about covid. Yes. Is for the people that have had babies in the past, I want to even I'm going to give you 2 years. Yeah. We all these little COVID babies are not used to being around anybody else. That's true. Like my little boy just screams and cries if I leave the room mm-hmm. because he's just so used to being around me. I, I didn't leave this house for, I mean, I just recently started going in one day a week at work. Yeah. And so this kid is like, where, where is, I call myself the milks lady around him. He's <laughs> like, where's the milks lady? Where's my food at? And yeah. um, now I don't know. That could be what normal babies do. I, 
My first baby wasn't technically a typical baby. And so maybe I'm just crazy and blaming COVID for everything and I will keep doing it. But I feel like it's messed my kid up a little bit and he's so attached to me. I I don't think that's... I mean, I know Jason is a lot more attached to me than the other two kids were because I think, um, you know, he was my last baby. I wasn't pregnant again while he was still, you know growing up and learning to walk and all of those things so he got the best mommy because I was not exhausted and not pregnant and miserable and he is just more attached to me than the other two are and I feel bad that that's the case because I feel like man I must have been a horrible mom no <laughs> for like two straight years <laughs> I was always pregnant or breastfeeding a child um so I feel like Jason's more attached to me because I was able to hold him more and all of that stuff. So I think it's just the situation of, you know, they do have you so much more than they would normally have you. It'll yeah, but I'm just going to blame COVID, though. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> now that he's starting, now that he's starting in the preschool thing, that'll be the Mother's Morning Out program will be great for him and he'll get to know kids and it'll be better. Yeah, I agree. So, is it that time? Is that that time of the day? I think so. We can do family roundtable. Family roundtable. Do you want to go first since I went first last week? No, I'm the worst at going okay, first. Okay, I'll go first then. So, family roundtable. My good part of this week is baby Ryan started walking. I saw that. He's he so is good. crazy. It's He's so walking cute. great already. Oh, like, my God. It's like he, he just was the biggest shit. Oh, <laughs> And, like, it was funny because, like, for two days he'd do, like, three or four steps and then sit. Like, he gets nervous. Yeah. And now this little this little butt is just all over Running. the place. Running. He, basically. And, like, he'll run with, like, both of his hands up in the air. And uh, yesterday he picked up a broom and threw it down and started walking towards Ryan, Big Ryan. And, man, and it's so cute because he's so little. And it's such a difference because it took us three and a half years to get Evelyn to walk. Yeah. And little Ryan's not even a year old and he's walking. And so I'm just like, I'm shocked. And then there's a part of me that is like crying because like of how far we went with Evelyn. Because I didn't know that was my first kid. And so I didn't realize like, oh, by one, she should be walking, you know, by 18 yeah. months, she should be walking. I was like, no, she'll walk when she walks. And she did. But now looking at, you know, how hard she had to struggle to do it yeah, is just amazing to me. Yeah. And can you elaborate just a little bit more on Evie's condition? Yeah. Stuff? Um, Evelyn has a genetic disorder called propionic acidemia. And it is a organic acidemia. And hers is specific to not being able to process certain amino acids that are found in protein. So, um, at two days old, she went into a very severe crisis where we were in IC, the PICU, so that's the pediatric ICU for a week, and then the NICU step B for a week. And it was, it was a big ordeal. So she started having seizures. We had to put her on dialysis. Um, we had to, um, then she didn't have a, well, she did have a, ng feeding tube but she uh, could eat by mouth then and she was very tiny 
And so for the first 18 months of her life, we fed her around the clock every three hours and we mouth fed her. So she was able to eat. She did not have any assistance um, with an NG tube or a G tube at that point. At about 18 months old, she went into another crisis. And at that point, we decided that to keep her out of a crisis, we needed to get a G tube. Evelyn burns about 2,000 calories a day. It is crazy. And this kid, she's like, she is, she's not little, little, but she's not big for her no. age. She like, definitely she's, caught up, like, height-wise with Gabriel. Yeah, she's tall, but her dad's also tall. Mm -hmm. um, but she's well, not. Her, her other siblings from his previous marriage, I mean, yeah. they're, they're all, slim, like, they all were, like, slender kids anyways, too. Yeah, so. they, they're all definitely uh, big daddy's body type. Yeah. But, um, so to keep her healthy, we regulate her food every day. I calculate her protein and her carbs and her calories, and she's fed now four times a day via G-tube. She, um, because of the restricted protein, she has a low muscle tone. And because of the seizures, um, her basal ganglia in her brain has been affected and so she kind of has it's like a slight movement disorder like if i didn't tell you at this point it's not as noticeable no it almost looks like sometimes she has like a cold chill yeah and so if she's sitting on you she's constantly wiggling yeah and it that is part movement disorder part low muscle tone it takes a lot more for her muscles to hold her up and so she moves so much to try and trade out which muscles are holding her up so she is currently walking. She can run. She can throw a ball. She can kick. She's, um, I would say she's, she, well, no, I know she's behind physically, but not as behind physically as she is um, speech-wise. Uh, Evelyn does not talk yet, and she'll be five in October. But we have her in speech therapy, and she does communicate with sign language the input is there it's the output and part of the output issue is because of the muscle movement her tongue also has it and so in order for her to form words it's very difficult for her to get her tongue placement correctly so she can do like she'll say mama uh, she's actually been saying eat nice and so um she'll say open oh she, well her open is more like a ope ope but yeah. um, we're getting there. Yeah. But she has the input. Well, she's so doing that's things, the good part. She's doing things that they told you guys she may never do. Oh, no. She's already surpassed all of that. I mean, yeah. they told us that she probably wouldn't walk. She wouldn't be able to go to school. Because of the first initial crisis, they figured that we would be in and out of that hospital every eight weeks, is what we were told yeah. by the geneticist. He was like, You'll, we'll be seeing you every eight weeks because this is very difficult to manage. These kids don't normally, the outcome is not very good. Um, her outcome is fantastic, in my opinion, and she is exactly the person that she is supposed to be. Yeah. She has made me a better human, and I really honestly feel that she makes everybody that meets her a better person. Mm -hmm. She does. Um, I, and she's Gabriel's favorite person. Yes. She's Gabriel's favorite friend. <laughs> yeah. It is funny because you either get, it's either one way or the other. She has, she has friends that are my 
my my friends' kids, and normally the girls are like, "Why doesn't she talk to us? Why won't Evelyn talk? You know, she must mm-hmm. not like me because she won't talk." But the boys are like, "Oh, I'm cool with this." Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel just gets up next to her and they play tablets together, like, and they play and, with the cars together, and and he's a very independent player. So the fact that he like doesn't mind that she's like up next to him and all of that stuff to me is just awesome because he gets so annoyed playing with his brother and sister <laughs> he's like Mm-mm. but with evelyn he's like what's up cool we well and i will also tell you that so my theory with having so we had to have evelyn ivf to begin with and so um when we did it again to have a second kid my theory was going to be or was and still kind of is that it would help her progress having somebody around all the time yeah Yeah. and so the original plan was to have a three-year age difference it's it's a four-year age difference because of the um failed attempts but i really do believe that even though it's only been a year evelyn has developed so much quicker than what she was doing because she is she's in a little competition with her brother yeah you know, she sees yeah. that, well, her brother makes these noises and gets attention, so she does it. And the eating thing, he will eat anything. Yeah. So now she's starting to, to want to eat, eat more by mouth. That's awesome. So my theory is working. Good. I'm glad. So That's awesome. And this I is also want... why this podcast is going to be called Random, because now here we go. No. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I just wanted you to explain it, because I feel like, obviously, I know when you're talking about Evie and everything, but I feel like our listeners might be curious why she didn't walk until, you know, three years and all of those Yeah, things. and you're, you're making a good point. I forget that people don't know. Yeah. Because, um, like, my Facebook friends, my Instagram friends, everybody knows about Evelyn. Yeah. Um, she, you know... Most uh, most people care way more about Evelyn than they care about me, which is how it should work. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's the reason my little buddy is behind. Um, and that's why I call her, you know, Jeanette, my little genetic princess and everybody's favorite human. Uh, she is overly loving. Yes. And she is so fun to be around. But she is delayed and she's not you know, your typical almost five-year-old. Right. So that's that's my little story of little Evelyn. But <laughs> uh, So I took over way much of Family Roundtable. It's totally fine. Do you have any bad that you want to share for a Family Roundtable? Um, well, I guess not really since I've been talking so much. How about you go with yours? <laughs> okay. People so, are going to get real tired of hearing Brandy's voice. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> I mean, if they don't like our voices, they probably shouldn't listen, but, you know. No, okay. but still listen and give us five stars. Yeah, five stars, five stars. <laughs> five stars, thanks. Like and subscribe. Or not like. I keep saying like and subscribe. Just subscribe and give us five stars. Thanks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I just have been, my good has been, I've been so excited about the podcast releasing. And, like, for some reason it has put me in the zone. I've been, like, uber focused this week for my normal job and everything else. And I've, like to my house this week like I just feel like a superstar why I don't know because I don't even know if anybody's gonna listen but still this is like I didn't know I needed a creative outlet and for some reason this is now my creative outlet so um the bad could it also be though that you get to hang out with your best friend now that's true we 
because we text on a daily yes. basis, but I feel like getting to actually chit chat with you on a weekly basis is definitely like, yeah, it's an uplifting experience. Because I will say that that's been, I mean, you've been asking me to do this podcast for what, a year? Yeah. If not longer. And longer. I've been like, no, this is dumb. I'm I've not been wanting do this. We're to gonna do... sound so stupid. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call it another por- podcast on here. Morbid. If you guys like mm. true crime or ghost things or anything like that go listen to morbid because honestly like since i started listening to their podcast and their banter and just i was like i want to start a podcast this for just some reason like, you thought we could do that <laughs> i mean not true crime like those girls do so much research like i love listening to they are on it but i just it just, just seems so much fun like it's so much fun and if anyone if no one ever listens to this i'll be okay that we started this anyways because it's just fun <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. I'm glad I got on board. Uh, but it took, it, you took a lot of convincing. Yeah. And I just recently did my very first reel. Yes. I'm so proud of you getting on yes. that reels. I like it. I like it. I thought it was hilarious that your, your stepchildren did not know how to tell you how to do reels either. Because I was like, they don't know how to do reels. They're in Apparently not. the middle schools and high schools. and No, Ryan things. had to YouTube it and then teach me. <laughs> I thought he just knew how, but that's funny. No, he didn't. He YouTubed it and (laughs) taught me. That's that's the best. Um, So, yeah, for bad, for uh, family roundtable, Gabriel has a sinus infection this week. So uh, we're on the antibiotics, which is never fun because it always makes their tummies hurt. And, you know, you have to do it with food and it's just, it's hard. But he's feeling better already. So good. It's good stuff. Way to go, Gabe. Y'all better not get sick for for the pool party coming up. I know. I'm going to try to keep them well. I'm like giving everybody echinacea and vitamin C. And I'm like, you're not allowed to get sick. No stomach bugs, no nothing. Like me saying that's going to do any good. But yeah. Anyways, who's your asshole of the week? Well, I got a couple, but I'm not sure I want to discuss all of them. (laughs) So let's go with um, the one this morning. Y'all, this show, Bubble Guppies. (laughs) I'm into it. But uh, these songs, they are so catchy. And now they're in my head all day. And I'm used to having like Megan Thee Stallion in my head <laughs> and Cardi B in my head. And now I'm like, bubble guppies, bubble, 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 guppy, guppy, guppies. <laughs> like, get in line. Everybody get in line. Get in line. Everybody get in line. And I'm, oh my God. Yeah, guys. Like there's a lunch song too. And I want to sing it. And I can't. So, yeah, bubble guppies. But it is very educational. I've learned a lot about some dinosaurs. Nice. And, you guys should go um, with us to the Telus Museum sometime. I don't even know what that is. It's a museum that's in Is there bubble guppies? No. It's just oh. a museum in our state. And it's, like, one of the coolest museums because it's got the dinosaurs and, like, all kinds of other stuff. And, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. We'll look it's into that. It's got a kid's center. Oh shit! Okay, that's so that's my asshole of the week. Those bubble guppies. Bubble guppies. <laughs> you Luba? Um, I'm gonna pull an opposite day. I don't have any what? assholes to talk about, but I have some very kind souls. Um, so we uh, visit Kroger a lot, um, and typically <laughs> we used to not take the kids, right? But they're you know the, the panties calming down, or probably not starting back up but whatever we've been taking the kids out more because 
another issue of the pandemic is they don't know how to behave in public very well because we don't take them out a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get them at least used to the grocery store so that if I have to do something and go to the grocery store, I can just take them with me and not fear it. And there has been so many people, like three crazy kids coming in the door. I've had to go there by myself. I've went with my mom and I went with my husband over the past week because, you know, I forget that I need things and have to go back. Um, And there have been everybody who, like, if we're having to get on to them for something like, stop jumping out of the buggy while it's moving. Oh, God. (laughs) People, like, come by and they're like, you know, it gets easier, like blah 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 like giving us words of encouragement and I'm just like thank you guys for being nice instead of being assholes who are like fuck these kids being in the store like (laughs) so thanks to everybody who's kind to moms out there when they have their kids in the store and they're misbehaving because you guys are angels oh that is very nice I always have people offer to help me like if I'm because I'll wear little ryan through the store Mm -hmm. and like he'll fall asleep but it'll be in like this weird position where he still needs my arm to hold his head up and so i'll have moms come and be like would you like us to push your cart would you like us to put this on the on the belt and it always makes me feel like a little awkward like i should be able to do this on my own and but then most of them are like i've been there let me help you yeah so that's the good part of this i feel like that's a plus part of this pandemic is that people have come out of it a little bit nicer in my opinion i do think i feel like and i say come out of it but we know we're still in it but yeah who knows whenever we're gonna deep dive back into another shutdown i hope not but you know um but i do think that's i feel like you've either come out of this nicer and more understanding and just happy to see people again or you're one of the people who's just ugly about things and you think that this is all political and you want to call people names for not doing what you think they should do one way or the other and i don't think that's nice so agreed so i guess this is our second podcast oh my god you guys we did it again (laughs) we either got worse or better we don't know i feel like this one was a little bit more um random random and um a little bit more um i mean our first one was kind of more us joking around about a lot of stuff. I feel like this one was a little bit more real life, so. Yeah, and you can probably hear me this time. Yeah, yeah. I'm much better <laughs> in my headphones, so. It's good. It's good. So we might get less followers because of my annoying voice. <laughs> hey, we're learning every day. So, all right, everybody. So what's our Instagram? Our Instagram is not suitable for work moms, but abbreviated. So NSFW moms underscore the podcast and then we're gonna do q a's eventually when we have some questions that flow on in so um put q a in your subject line and you can send those emails to not suitable for work moms at gmail.com yes ma'am all right so um keep listening five stars those things like subscribe whatever the hell you have to do (laughs) Just be our friends, please. Be our besties. Come be our besties. <laughs> well, until next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.